What's up, y'all? It is Scylla here with your episode two to Sunday Sessions with Scylla. So I first wanted to start off by saying thank you um, to everybody who tuned into episode one. Um, y'all showed a lot of love, and I'm excited to go on this journey of this podcast with y'all. Um, so Let's jump right into episode two. So episode two is actually a continuation of episode one's overall idea, right? And episode one was about like why I move, right? Not being afraid of the unknown and just going after what you need, right? Demanding what you need. Um, And this episode, episode two is titled pursuing your ultimate purpose i loved teaching but i had served my purpose right so episode two is about purpose right and when i say purpose i say that because everyone in our society right serves a role everybody plays a part everybody has a purpose right when i think about my purpose specifically right why was i put on this earth i think about four things i think about what drives me what pushes me i think about what wakes me up in the morning I think about what keeps me going. And I think about what I am passionate about, what I am most passionate about. For me, that is the education system. And not just being in or having the desire to be in the education system, but not being afraid to be a pioneer of reimagining our education system, right? And making this system into a system that is equitable for all students, right? When I say equitable for all students, I mean that no matter what neighborhood, right, you grew up in, no matter what skin color you are, no matter what your gender or sexual, sexual identity is, you are not being treated any differently when it comes to your education, right? You are getting the most optimal education that there is to offer in the United States. And right now, that is not the case for most black and brown students, right? And I got to see this firsthand by teaching in both New Orleans and Newark that are two of the most impoverished and underserved black and brown communities in our entire country, right? I was able to see firsthand how the community that I grew up in, right, even as a black queer child, what I was given 
was still a different education that the students that I was teaching were being given, right? Did not have the same resources. They did not have the same means to access, you know, the same goals that everybody in the country is supposed to be, you know, assessing, right? Everybody, when they get through school, right, they have to pass these tests, right? They have to take, if they want to go on to, to secondary school, they have to take these ACT, ACTs, these SATs. But there are students who are literally not receiving, black and brown students who are not receiving the same education that their white counterparts are, right? So what do we do with that? We know that the education system is unfair. For lack of a better term, we know that the education system is fucked up for black, brown, for queer students, right? But what are we going to do about that, right? Are we just going to teach and just going to be a part of the system or are we going to push back? Are we going to challenge the education leader's thinking? Are we going to change these policies, dismantle these policies and pick out the inequitable systems and reimagine them? Right? Reimagine an education that serves all students. I believe that is my ultimate purpose. I believe that I'm supposed to be a pioneer of this process. I don't want to talk about it. Right? I don't want to just talk about it. Right? And I was not meant to just be a teacher. Right? So, I say that to say. Let me start with my journey so far, the purposes that have served my ultimate purpose. Right, so when I was younger, well, my mother was one of the founders of Harlem Children's Zone, which is a charter network, a charter school network in Harlem, New York. So growing up, myself and my siblings were taken to New York every summer to work right at these schools and I did not know that self, self subconsciously I was taking in the effect that an actual equitable education has on black and brown students in underserved communities so every single summer I was going to these schools I was in these spaces I was soaking up these experiences that I didn't even know would end up serving me right and pursuing my ultimate purpose. So even though I worked in these schools, I didn't want to be a teacher, right? I did not know that that was a purpose that would serve me eventually in my journey. Um, so when I got to college, I majored at Howard University in strategic legal and management communications, right? It's a long term for basically um, an introduction to law school. And I majored in that major and I had a sociology minor because I wanted to change something, right? At that time, I was about 18, 19 years old. I knew that something wasn't right. I knew that I was, my very existence was activism. However, I wanted to go another step further, right, to actually see some change. I wanted to be able to be 
a building block myself on a, to a better education system than I had growing up. I wanted to create these spaces for people, but I didn't know exactly how I wanted to do that. So I went to Howard and I thought that I needed to go to law school in, ed- in order to be able to enact the change that I wanted to change. So as I was getting to my senior year, though, I started to really do some evaluating on, like, what do I want to do next? And so I decided to take a year off and go to Madrid, travel the world, gain these new experiences, learn these new languages, and see where that led me. Take this chance and just see, you know, what comes of it. So I ended up going to Madrid, and the most accessible way to be able to travel the world at the time that I wanted to do it was to teach English. So here I am getting my first So here I am getting my first real at bat, right, at teaching. I was a TA for a while, a little while in college during my undergrad, but I hadn't really gotten the full experience. I was more just an assistant. But when I got to Madrid, I was in the front of the classroom. I was teaching English at a Spanish-speaking school, and it was a vocational school, so they all had their own major, and I went into the classroom and I taught them the English vocabulary and terms to be able to um, promote right in the job field that they were fluent in both English and Spanish in their particular profession. So we had physical education majors, we had computer science majors, um, I had graphic design majors, business administration majors. Um, So there were a lot of different pools. But during this experience, I learned the power right, of educating someone in something that they just didn't know previously, right? I was able to see firsthand what my influence of not just my identity and my being, but what I actually had to teach people, right, how it could help them, how it could give them the tools to be better in life so i'm like wow i really am enjoying this gratifying feeling that i get um, from teaching so when COVID hit i had to return to the united states so i'm like okay i think i'm going to continue teaching i knew i wanted to go back to school but i decided not to go to law school i decided to instead start looking at master's programs that would take me on my journey to my ultimate purpose because my purpose was beginning to be made more and more clear. All right, so I ended up at Tulane University studying education, leadership, and policy. So I was still getting the at-bats of the legal field just without going to law school and instead studying policy and what it means to be a leader of education because that was the path that I wanted to go on. So I knew that while in grad school, I, you know, I need to have a job, right? So what could I do to put me on that path? So that is how I ended up teaching, right? And specifically, I ended up going to eighth grade English. I loved teaching eighth grade English 
because of the kids. There were a lot of systems at play, um, a lot of lack of leadership at play um, that, and just overall just systems in our United, in our country that prevented me from truly doing um, the job to teach that was needed for these black and brown kids. Um, however, the experience of teaching for eighth grade for those three years did give me at bats at leadership, and I'm going to talk about that in a second. Um, but it also showed me it further engraved what my true purpose was. I lost in my eye. So, although teaching was not my ultimate purpose, right? It was not what I was brought here to do, right? I needed to teach in order for that purpose of teaching to be served and for me to be able to move on to my ultimate purpose, my next journey, right? My next purpose that needs to be served to take me on my ultimate purpose. But while I was teaching eighth grade ELA, and this lash is just not, want me, not wanting me to be great right now. But while I was teaching eighth grade ELA, Again, I was getting my master's and I was taking on different roles. I was teaching back. I was coaching basketball. I was coaching football and I was taking on leadership positions, even though my actual role in the school was teaching eighth grade ELA. So I was the director of diversity, equity and inclusion at my school. I was the culture grade team lead at my school. I started the first ever LGBTQ plus safe space. Um, at my school that was then duplicated into other KIPP schools as well in our region. And I was also in emerging leaders, leader cohorts. I literally signed up for everything humanly possible in that role because I wanted my ultimate purpose to be made more clear. So I'm taking on these tasks. I'm exploring these new opportunities and experiences because they were making my ultimate purpose more clear, right? So as I was creating um, this episode, there were different questions that were brought up to me, different questions that I thought of, right? To begin my thought profit, pro my thought <laughs> words, begin my thought process on what my purpose truly was. That was like a whole tongue twister. But I'm going to share those these questions with you because they helped my thinking. And I hope that you can also ask yourself these questions um, and get yourself thinking about what your ultimate purpose is and if you are currently serving a purpose that is setting you up um, to be on that journey. So the first question is, how do you know when you've found your ultimate purpose? Question number two. Can your ultimate purpose evolve and change? Question number three. What does it cost to pursue your ultimate purpose? Like, what do you have to give? Right, to get there. And last but not least, question number four. 
how do you make sure you pursue your ultimate purpose at all costs? Right? How do you hold yourself accountable? How do you put accountability measures in place to make sure you stay on that path to your ultimate purpose? Right? These are some questions that we can be asking ourselves.